Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew started their assault on the production facility of the Watchers. Meanwhile, Sully and Jyla entered the cognitive realm and befriended the very concept of loyalty in the form of a jacked penguin. The walk to this uh, lava collection chamber in the manufacturing facility of the Watchers is treacherous as it's all these catwalks above constantly rapidly manufacturing machines right the stuff underneath of you is chaos to look down into or not even exactly chaos more just um it's very hectic tons of motion underneath of you as machines slam into each other and parts are rapidly created for the watchers your party is creeping along these railways or these uh catwalks and unbeknownst to you, I, I know I'm kind of, you know, spoilers here, but, you know, you can pretend like you don't know as a party. There is a lingering watcher that is kind of just watching your group as you go. The closer you get to the main site, like I said, the temperature is rising, but you can also now see that a huge amount of resources are being carried out of this like main hub that the plant is kind of built around but the biggest challenge that you see in front of you is that there's like pipes leading into this big like glowing room right there are conveyors that are pulling materials out uh, barrels being pulled out you can see electricity flowing in and out of it, but you don't see any clear way for you as people to get into this area. So, what does everybody do? Hang on, I think I I didn't quite understand that. What's what's what are we, what's the issue we're running into? There isn't like a door into the room that handles the lava. There's like piping, power, and materials moving in and out. You know as lava is being refined into iron and steel and other metals that can be used in manufacturing and the heat is used to generate electricity all that's there but there isn't like a door that you can open to walk in so you have to figure out how to get into this place i think my first idea would be to do what we did to get into this building in the first place which is kind of feel around for some kind of paneling and see if we can rip something open. Okay, roll me an investigation check. How high up are we off the ground? I would say you probably have three stories to fall before you would hit machines. Okay. So maybe so maybe we don't jump down. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to climb down and it would be dangerous. Sounds like a coward's way out, not jumping. That's an 11. Uh, okay. So you're able to find a 
an access panel that maybe has a lot of the power flowing through it. So there's these big cables that go in and hit some like coupling points on the side of this metal wall. And you can see an access panel around there that doesn't have any obvious screw heads, but you have your handy dandy drill and you're able to find like magnetically driven screws that you're able to back out and pop the panel out. And this will let you crawl in to um, this area. Cool. I think that's what we do. Okay. What's everyone's order? Like, how, how are you walking in? Um, I think Vi will go first. Okay. I don't know where Mal wants to be in the order, but then we have Lucy and our three guys who... I would say if Mal doesn't want to, Lucy probably takes up the rear. I was actually thinking that Mal would take up the rear and kind of watch their backs. Okay. okay then, then it's probably Vi, Lucy, the other guys, and then Mal. Okay, so first of all, um, Vi, make a perception check. That's an eight. Okay, so when you walk in, this room, the reason it was built the way that it is, is one, it is extremely hot. Like, you're now basically standing in a volcano as this room, there's stone or like, I guess, obsidian, you know, whatever kind of thing that can resist the heat of lava and hold it as a liquid. The bottom of that building is that. And then you can see flowing through it pipes that are used to turn steam generators and then also some of that lava going to refinement. But mostly what it is is a circulated pool of lava that is there to provide an incredible amount of heat material. In this very packed room, so you've basically walked into an oven. As soon as you're through that access panel, you can feel yourself starting to sweat. Breathing is difficult as the amount of oxygen has dropped. It's almost like a physical weight on you. And now I need Mal. I need you to make me a perception check. What would that be? Is that is that the same as investigation? Sorry, yes, investigation. <laughs> That's a twelve. I rolled really well. Okay, so with a twelve, for the first time, you hear mechanical mechanical clanking, and as you look back down the hatchway, you can see a watcher walking towards the open panel. In its hands, you can see the panel that Vika removed. And uh, so in one hand, it's holding this big metal panel. And in the other, you can see one of its hands is sparking and arcing with electricity like it's holding a welder in its other hand. And it's about to weld you into this room. What do you do? Keeping in mind the area you crawled through is pretty tight. So like, it's like single file, right? You turn around and it's like a narrow hallway up to this thing that's about to weld you. I'm going to point it out to everyone else. and. So I guess it'll be like, we've, we've got a watcher about to seal us in here. Then do something. Shoot it. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to try to, is it like straight right behind me? Like how close am I to this? So if you had not rolled a 12, you wouldn't have noticed. So you actually have like a decent lead up of time here to try to do something about this. Well, seeing as, are we like crawling into this area or are we walking? I don't know how. You were crawling, yeah. Okay. It's like narrow, right? Okay, then I will try to, since I'm probably on <laughs> on my hands and knees, I, he's, and he would have gone in like probably head first once, the, once he was going through the panel, he's going to kick back and try to knock the panel out of the watcher's hand. Ooh, blast some baddies with tough. That's a seven. Okay, so you kick the panel and the watcher reels back and then grabs one of your feet and drags you out of the uh, access hatch and throws you back onto the catwalks. 
you take one damage, but you're now thrown out of the access wa- access hallway. Um, is that one damage after my energy shield, my my duster? Oh, I forgot you had the duster. No, that would actually just soak that damage. Soak is fantastic. <laughs> you should really be a tanky. You should be putting yourself in tanky situations. I will say, granted, he was the, the watcher was not necessarily attacking you. So keep that in mind for the future. That was an effect of getting you out of the hallway. At the same time, though, the um, next person in the marching order was one of Ivana's men who was going to open fire on the Watcher. Welcome to the Outlaws. And he misses. He just totally whiffs. He's trying to get himself rolled around, but does nothing. Back to... Vika and or it's really just back to Vika or Malcolm, whoever wants to go first. Now, now the question, did he miss or did he miss? <laughs> you don't <Because> know. <laughs> was that for all of Ivana's men? So single file. The other ones can't shoot. You're like wedged in there like one after the other. Okay, so I can't shoot either. I'm up front. I'm uh I think as soon as I'm able to get through, because I'm I'm able to get out of that access area, correct? Yeah. I think it's trying to get Lucy and the other two guys out so we can, like, turn around and help as much as we can. Okay, so you want to, like, try to get everyone else to clear the tunnel and then start firing backwards? Yes. Okay, but you want all of them in the oven. Well, I can't tell them to back up, so yes. You could? That's a decision for you to make. I could, but we're crawling. And there's no, no way that, to, that's that's fine. Yeah, I I don't I, I think it would be more effective to just keep going as fast as we can forward. Uh, okay. Roll me an act under pressure. Eleven. Uh, okay. So you manage to kind of like grab Lucy and drag him out, and he kind of gets the picture and starts dragging Ivana's men out, including the one that's blindly firing uh out of the hallway, trying to help out. That's why he misses. <laughs> yeah, right, because he's getting drug out by uh, Lucy. Lucy then sets down his giant rifle and, like, kicks out the tripod and aims it down that corridor and starts opening fire. Meanwhile, Malcolm, you are were just thrown against the rails of a catwalk. Uh, beneath you, about 30 feet, there is, like, whirling and crunching machinery. What do you do? I think he's just going to keep trying to fight this thing. Going to pull out his traction blade and start start swinging. I was going to say, were you going to do that with your hands? Just like... <laughs> yep. If he was in the cognitive realm, he could. <laughs> Hashtag try the cognitive realm. It may be a good fit for you. That is a seven. Ro- rolling tough is not my strong suit. So the uh, watcher uh, just beelines right towards you. And, I mean, it's like a seven-foot-tall metal monster with gross flesh growing between it. So as it sprints towards you, you take one good slash, and it makes solid contact, and you can feel it biting into the flesh and grinding against metal as it reaches mechanical components of the Watcher. But it slams into you, you know, like you're getting tackled at a football game, and you feel a horrible lurching moment as you're thrown over the rails. When you have that moment of free fall, make me an act under pressure roll. That is a see, 10. Oh, luckily. Ooh. I rolled a 7, and my cool is plus 3. <laughs> that was lucky. That was going to be bad. That was, that was going to be rough for you. Um, <laughs> all right. You managed to grab onto like the last rung of the guardrail that goes around 
that goes around the catwalk. So you're just like hanging by, you know, a finger with a watcher standing above you. And right as its foot is about to come down, you hear a a kind of unfamiliar sound of an imposition like mobile cannon spool up and begin firing. And we're about to find out if Lucy is worth his weight in gold. Ah! <laughs> and with a 10, <laughs> Lucy opens fire on the Watcher. Yeah, Lucy! You can see pieces of flesh getting torn away as the Watcher turns around and starts charging back towards the uh, opening being drawn by the fire, giving you an instant to crawl back up. So, so to, to, real quick, to be fair, Lucy is worth his weight in gold, even if he misses. He's just too precious. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Lucy. It's scary because Lucy's probably the heaviest character because he has power armor. <laughs> yeah, Lucy is. Do you guys care that I'm rolling for characters? Like, does that bother you in no. like a mechanical? Why is the GM rolling? I'm like rolling against myself. No, that's fine. Okay, cool. I just figured I'd run it past you. No, I think Lucy Lucy should be getting like a plus four to hit, though. Lucy got some bonuses. Don't worry. My rules are secret. <laughs> Snake eyes. Lucy got a ten. <laughs> my, my, my PCs only get tens. Wait until the penguin starts rolling. <laughs> I'm imagining the penguin as like basically He-Man. <laughs> By the power of grace. <laughs> Boom. I'm so- I'm so excited for the part with the penguin. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel better about it. <laughs> All right. So the watcher turns and is running back towards Lucy, who is still firing like full blast with his cannon. Sparks and chunks of flesh are being ripped away, but it is not stopping this watcher as it crashes into the tunnel and like a manic spider starts tearing its way towards you. Vika, what do you do? Uh, I'm taking a shot. <laughs> Shots, 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 shots. That is a 12. Oh, also, uh, before I forget, I've kind of, I established this before, that Vi has a spacesuit that's very Star-Lord-esque, so it's like you can, you know, hit something behind her ear and she has a helmet. Uh, so she does that while in the oven so she can actually, like, breathe. Oh, that's better. a good idea, yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you want to try to repel this thing or uh, so like do more damage or avoid taking damage here? Do more damage. Uh, Okay. You just aim and with um, so the difference here is that Lucy is just full auto firing and it's a very imposition attack where it's just kind of like, well, if you throw more bullets, you're more likely to win. He's not wrong, technically. As the, but what you do instead is, like, careful aim, find a weak point, and fire carefully, you know? So you're, like, focusing fire as this thing is crashing towards you. Lucy is standing just in front of you as the Watcher crashes through the uh, small little crawlway that you had managed to find, smashes into Lucy, and you see one of its clawed hands rip up as it severs Lucy's gun in half and then starts clawing into his power armor, um, knocking Lucy back onto the ground. Um, Yeah, I think I'll leave it at that. Lucy was standing in front of you, so he's taking the brunt of the damage right now. Lucy is struggling to, like, get up and get his sword and shield out because, you know, melee is not uncomfortable for him. Real quick, um, so the... I I could be envisioning this totally wrong, but... So in my head, the way I'm seeing this is he came out of the crawl space, or we all came out of the crawl space, and there's like 
catwalk with railing, and then on the other side of the railing is lava, question mark? If you get knocked off backwards, yeah, so behind you, there is like a pool of lava. It's a very big open room with equipment going down into a pool of lava. Can I or one of the Ivana's people trip him into the lava? Uh, it is technically Malcolm's turn, but that is not a bad idea. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying no, I'm saying wait your turn. No, that's fine. I'm putting that out there as that's, that's where my head is going next. No, I like that. I like that. Mel, you managed to pull yourself back up onto the catwalks. You see Lucy getting savaged by a watcher, his gun cut in half. Uh, on the other end of this walk, or crawl, crawl space? Crawlway? Tunnel? You know what I mean. Crawling tunnel. What do you do? So, if I were to try to do, do the same that he did to me, I'd have to get him back out to the walkway for, or the crawl space. No, wait. Okay, okay. So you're standing outside in the factory. Inside the oven is a pool of lava at, like, the base of it, where all the equipment feeds into to either get heat to turn water into steam to turn generators, or to refine that lava into metals. So you'd have to go through the crawl space if you wanted to push the watcher into the lava, full terminated. Oh, so, okay, got it. Or you could try to shoot at it more, is the other option. Yeah, I think I think he's probably going to, once he's back up on the walkway, get to that, like, crawl space area and just, like, start shooting shooting down towards it. All right. Whew, that's a seven. <laughs> Man, I'm, I, I'm getting really lucky with my low rolls, just barely meeting <laughs> what I need. So this is not an instance of you taking damage because there's really no way for this very melee-driven watcher right now to do damage to you. It's more that Lucy is not... You're not able to, like, knock the watcher off of Lucy. So as the watcher continues its attack, you can see uh, an unusual sight as, like, chunks of armor are being pulled off of Lucy by this watcher that's almost getting down to his flesh. But, you know, your shots are hitting, they're just not doing quite enough yet. Alright, back over to Jyla. Nope. Not Jyla, Vika. First time I did it this episode. I'd like to say real quick, Cody, don't you dare hurt our our beloved. I, I you know, you guys brought him on a mission. You want to have happen here. Okay, so the way I kind of see this is, like, so he was going after Lucy. Lucy's on the ground. He's probably, like, hunkering over him. So Vi yells to Lucy to hunker down and just like goes to like I don't know kick or push or just get him over the railing. Uh okay. So you're just trying to like have Lucy help you throw this thing over the railing? Like use Lucy as like the tripping, you know? Like Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it's kinda gonna stumble over Lucy and then go over the edge. Yeah, when I say hunker down, I mean pull your head in, like, crouch. He's gonna fall over you. Blast some baddies with tough. That is a ten. Nice. Okay, so you run and smash a shoulder into this thing that is attacking Lucy. At the same time, Lucy manages to get his sword kind of stuck up in the air, um, which knocks, like, the watcher kind of off balance. You smash into it. It begins to reel backwards and hits the guardrail on the catwalk that leads over into the pit of lava. It stops for a brief moment, and then Ivana's people finally get wise and decide they need to step in and help. 
and roll too many dice because I don't know how to play this game. <laughs> One of them makes a just like, they all three just make a dumb rush towards this thing and crash into it. One of them is carried over with it as the watcher tumbles over into the lava. You hear a scream and then you hear nothing. Now you're in a room with the like power generator, raw material manufacturing, and a whole lot of lava. What's everyone doing? When you say power generator, is there like, I'm just going to keep using the word panel, I guess. Is there like some kind of panel where uh, we could possibly shut it down? Do you just want to turn it off? I basically want to unplug it, I think, and and destroy it, ideally. Okay. So roll me an investigation check. Seven. Uh, okay. So there really are not a ton of panels directly in this room. The thing with this place is it is almost entirely meant to not be interacted with. Like, this is not really a place for humans to be. Like, Lucy and you are kind of doing okay. Ivana's remaining men are breathing hard and sweating profusely. Mm-hmm. Malcolm, are you coming through the crawlway, or are you staying on the other side? I think he is staying on the other side, but he's gonna um, he's gonna call in. So what's over there? Is that our is that our way in? Our way into what the the thermal generator here? Yeah, I mean that's where this is happening. So the generator that you found, right? Oh, okay. So control panel question, solid question. The reason I asked about where Malcolm is is that's going to be relevant here in a minute. So there is not specifically control panels in here because people are not meant to be in here messing with this stuff. But there, there is like valving that you could mess with, but you have to actually go to the piece of equipment, which would require you to like scurry onto a pipe find a valve and shut it or like divert flow to other places by actually like physically moving a device that is like in these pipes that are either carrying steam or lava or both. Um, so it's far more treacherous because you'd have to like crawl out over lava to try to do this. Um, but you could, what you do realize is that, so basically the way this generator works, right? It, boils water to make steam with lava and then uses that to turn generators. But with any kind of steam generation, you have to have the steam moving. Otherwise it builds pressure wherever it is. So what you realize is if you close a valve, just like physically close it and maybe like weld it shut, pressure is going to build rapidly in certain areas of the system and eventually rupture, which is a good thing because it means you could very permanently damage this thing pretty easily from where you are. It just will be dangerous. Okay, so what I want to try and do first, I would like to try to shoot the valve to turn it off. Because that feels very sci-fi and fun. Okay, I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, Roll me a... Okay, so I'm going to level with you here. This is like an all-or-nothing yes-or-no roll. And you have to roll better than a 10. So if you don't roll better than a 10, it just doesn't happen because you're trying to shoot a valve close, which kind of doesn't totally make sense because there really isn't a way for this to be a mixed success. So I just want you to know the stakes going in. Nothing bad's going to happen, but it's hard to do. Okay, so if I miss, I just miss. 
you just you just then have to crawl out there and move it by hand. Okay. No, that's fine. I just want to try it. Why not? Yeah. No, that's fine. It's. I just want you to know it has to be a ten. It is not. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what did you roll? It ended up being a seven. Oh, okay. That's fine. What would you like to do next? So I think at this point, Mal has kind of crawled over to where the rest of everyone else is. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he would try to do it. Oh, you want to try to crawl out there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, okay. So, he, well, before he does that, he's gonna he's gonna ask Vi. So we shut off the, one of those valves that should shut off their power generation, right? Well, not the generation specifically, but that's gonna that's gonna do some permanent damage to it's gonna do some permanent damage to their energy source here. Generator? I don't know. I'm tired. The steam generator will begin to overpressurize. There you go. Look at my real life. I've dealt with steam generators before. All right. <laughs> Bring it work home again, Cody. <laughs> What pant leg does she have to shoot? Right, exactly. Don't, 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 don't say things like that, Zach. You're going to trigger me. <laughs> You're going to have flashbacks. <laughs> All right, well, I guess no one said this was going to be safe, and he's going to try to head out there. Go, Mel. Go, Mel. Roll, uh, roll act under pressure. All right. Gosh, I really like Power by the Apocalypse. This is so easy. <laughs> Compared to Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Uh, no shade on Dungeons and Dragons. I think I might have rolled our highest roll so far, or close to. I rolled a 15. Dang! Dead gone! I rolled double six plus my three. Nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, this is the time. So you right. just flip over there. <laughs> yeah, you ninja. Yeah, I was going to say, you just cartwheel down the pipe, just grab, you know, just like, oh, look at this. The manual thing. Turn it. Cut the airline. Cartwheel back. You know, all claps. He does, like, the, like, tumble thing that cheerleaders do, or, like, gymnastics do, like, down the thing, like, <laughs> yep. Mel, you never told us you did gymnastics ten years in the academy. <laughs> <laughs> it's required. <laughs> so, as soon as you close that valve, you can, the, the ambient temperature in the room starts to crawl up a little bit, and you can hear kind of a, a ringing sound, but nothing too crazy happens right off the bat. Um... You hear uneven footsteps and look around to see Lucy getting to his feet. His armor has been torn down to his skin, and you can actually see him bleeding a little bit. His face looks more haggard than you've seen it before, as he basically took the brunt of an attack from a Watcher, which is one of those things, you know, nearly killed all of you, so it's pretty bad. He walks slowly over to the two of you and goes, I believe it is time to go. I, one, am quite damaged, as you can tell by the grievous injuries to my armor, which will make a spectacular trophy, I am sure. But also, I do believe this room is about to explode, because that is developing a lot of pressure. I was just about to say the same thing. Let's go. Yes, I don't particularly want to be in here when this thing goes off. Let's get going. Cody, how big is this valve? Like, in my head, I initially pictured, like, a pipe to, like, a bathroom, and I'm like, it's gotta be bigger than that. It's gotta be a big valve. So, like, steam generators are bag. <laughs> I've never seen a steam generator in real life, and I'm like, like, when you said valve, I'm like, you could shoot a valve with a bullet, and I'm like, it's probably bigger than, like, my, yeah, my refrigerator. Yeah. Sorry, let me, let me be clear here. This is, like, you know, like, this is what would be inside of, like, a coal fire power plant or a steam 
or like a nuclear power plant. That doesn't make it clearer for me, size-wise. My point is, like, if you can imagine how big a nuclear power plant is, they're big, right? Because what they are is a gigantic steam turbine. But this valve thing is like a ship's wheel sort of size. Or bigger, yeah. It would be enormous. because I was picturing, like, a small plate size. Anyways... You've now brought on a digression, so, like, the way most power generation works, whether it is, you know, whatever the fuel source is, what it's doing generally is heating water to steam and then pushing that through a pipe to turn a generator, to turn, like, an impeller, you know, like, or whatever. Um, So if you close that, steam pressure just begins to build in wherever that close happened. So... Eventually, it's directly proportional to the heat, so the hotter it gets, the higher the pressure will build, and eventually it'll just explode. You know, really, in real life, there'd be, like, blow-off valves, and this would never happen, but eh, it's fiction, so it'll just explode. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that chaos was was heavily involved with OSHA. <laughs> <laughs> no, not so much. He actually worked really hard to get rid of space OSHA on Avis, <laughs> which is why worker injuries have gone crazy since chaos took over. There's a whole thing about it. A lot of workers are really mad about it, but they love not having to wear their PPE. Anyways, <laughs> there's a sign. We can see a sign in in the in this place that that says number of seconds since injury, and it can't even get to one. <laughs> it's just it's just going one zero one zero one zero one zero one zero one zero. Yep, every tenth of a second. <laughs> anyway, this is going to be our next spinoff series: Outlaws Wanna Spotia Edition. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, what is your order going out of the crawl space? I don't like that question. I don't like it either, but I think Vi, uh, would be one of the last ones. She's getting Ivana's men and Lucy through first. Yeah, I think it would probably be reverse order that we came in. Okay. Okay, so you're heading out first, Malcolm, and then, like, you're kind of helping Lucy push through as his armor is, like, not quite working anymore? Yep. All right. Uh... Malcolm, you see first and are drawn up short by the fact that once you are outside of this room, you are faced with the immediate realization that there are a lot of watchers in front of you, as all of them are hive-minded together and know right where you are now. You're very aware of the fact that there are watchers in front of you and a bomb behind you that you have basically welded shut, so you are, like, welded permanent, so it really can't be turned off. We're going to kick back over to the cognitive realm where... Are you mouthing Jyla at me right now, Caitlin? <laughs> Look, I, I was I was sitting here waiting for you to eventually get it, and then you weren't. So I'm like, someone's just going to tell him. <laughs> uh, with Jyla and Sully, you're standing just inside of a portcullis uh, that is at the base of a very large tower. The top of the tower, you see, you had seen, like, just a figure of basically a plain-looking person, right? Not anything that crazy. But every time there was, like, a flash of something in the cognitive realm, you could see almost, like, branching lightning, many tendrils leading off to many eyes scattered throughout the galaxy, as this is, like, the hive that is the Watcher. They are high above you. You are at the base. You have made friends with a penguin. What is your penguin's name? I was not prepared for this. <laughs> you had all week. I was not prepared for the responsibility to name my fake pet. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, I had all week after we ended last week with the penguin gliding off into battle. I didn't think the name was going to come up so quickly. What are you going to cry over him when he dies in your arms? His name is Unity. Cool. So when uh, now I know what to call Unity when Unity dies in your arms coughing up penguin blood <laughs> after sacrificing himself for you because he rolled bad. I know, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a six foot tall muscular penguin, correct? Yeah, it's bigger than us. Yeah. Yeah, it's like taller than you or more. Jyla has to look up slightly, yeah. You can see it's like decidedly has muscle definition. It's uh, especially in like, you can see strong pectoral muscles attached to fins that you know would propel it mightily through the water as well as extremely strong legs that it uses to launch itself into glides. Its feathers are sleek, but almost look armored. Uh, Its feet look as if they are razor sharp, and its blazing red eyes and hawk-like razor sharp beak are, like, fierce and intimidating. It is a strong penguin. Anyways, the your penguin buddy Unity is is just standing stock still inside the portcullis, burning eyes, looking all around, surveying the landscape. Well, I guess it's time that we climb and go finish this one this watcher once and for all. Lead the way, Doc. All right, we start heading up. Uh, before you can, you can see the this penguin. It is really graceful in a lot of areas, but one where it is not is upstairs. I was just thinking that. Okay, I form a little, like, hover pad for it to walk onto that will follow me. <laughs> oh my gosh! So the penguin goes over and tries to, it, like, kind of has to hop, like, <laughs> one leg at a time as it bobbles its way up, you know, and it, like, you can, you're like, alright, time to go get things started, and the penguin walks first, like, it wants to be in front of you, you know, it's like a very good dog, as it <laughs> starts bobbling its way up, and then you go, okay, I need to, like, summer, summon a little hover cart for my penguin, so roll plus weird to see if you can summon a little hover cart. Oh, man, I'm wasting my good rolls, it's an 11. <laughs> alright. It's the best dang hover cart anybody's ever seen. Just like Magneto in Magneto, um, <laughs> you summon like a little metal disc and Unity shuffles onto it and looks back at you with one grateful eye, burning red with a passion that you can barely comprehend as it whooshes up the spiral staircase. I'm waiting for like us to get to the top and the watcher to turn around like, I've been expecting, and just sees a penguin <laughs> floating up towards him. <laughs> Like, uh, what? <laughs> I haven't been expecting you. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready to, for chaos to meet the penguin and just be like, we know, what the hell is that? <laughs> Without chaos, chaos. Is that the spirit of all the innocent penguins I killed making my lava refinery? <laughs> <laughs> your revenge. All right. You begin to climb a spiral staircase, and something that is similar in this building that you noticed in the uh, Fount of... Did I put the Fount of Unity? No, the Fount of Duality. Um, It feels very artificial and unlived in. So 
It's a beautiful structure that you're climbing through. It's very intricate and ornate. It looks built with very uh, specific visual intent, but it does not look extremely functional. Like, there aren't benches around. It kind of looks like how Disney parks are starting to look, where it's clearly meant to be walked through, not lived in. Mm -hmm. That's what you're walking through, as there aren't really big, nice rooms where you could tell that people lived or areas for people to eat. There is none of that. It seems like you are walking through an art display as you climb higher and higher and higher through the spiral staircase accompanied by Unity. When you finally reach the top, it's kind of an anti-climax in a way. You're expecting probably to see some imposing creature or something that would match what you have expected the watchers to be but instead you are met with a very ordinary looking person um, just standing on the top of this tower the top of the tower itself is just kind of a um, oh gosh what's it called when there's these things rampart is it ramparts like the edge of a castle wall ramparts are just like walls I don't know what the top is called this is the top part that looks like teeth, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, rampart. A defensive wall of a castle or walled city having a broad top with a walkway. Not exactly. There's like a word for it. It doesn't okay. matter. You get what I'm talking about. It's the top of the tower that looks like teeth. That's exactly the right way to describe it. There is a word for that. I'm sorry. Lost the vocab word. The eye steps would be disappointed in me. There's nothing else on the top of the tower. It's just flat. The stone it's made from uh, is shiny and black. And standing in the middle of it, there is a nondescript person. Um, They are wearing just, like, I don't want to say, like, a suit, because I doubt that people wear, like, business suits. But, you know, like, formal dress. What I would actually say, it would be whatever would be formal dress for um, the United, not the United Colonies. Interstellar Council. Yeah. The Interstellar Council, so whatever, like, their formal dress would be, like, whatever the people would wear to the Interstellar Council. Would it be, like, like keeper formal dress, or...? It would not specifically be keeper, it would be, um... Like politician attire? Parapet is the right word, I believe. It is. I looked it up. Pretty sure parapet's the right word. That's what I was looking for, and that sure does sound a lot like Rampart. Um... So it would be whatever would be formal dress within the larger Interstellar Council, not specifically for the keepers. Probably like flowing clothing. Uh, okay, so yes, that is what they're wearing. Flowing roby clothes. They're just standing, staring up at the sky. Well, um, Mr. Watcher, sir, we've come to kill you. Uh, the Watcher turns towards you. They're, uh, so you were looking at the back of them, right? Their face is non-existent, so it's just, like, a wiped, smooth, like, almost as if it is itself also made of, like, a pale stone. They turn towards you, um, and instead of speaking with, like, a voice from a mouth, as they don't have one, there is a flash, again, almost like a lightning strike, and you can see hovering very close to you one of those eyeballs that you saw before, um, again, tethered back to this not unlike Slenderman-esque character I realize that I am describing, and a voice answers, not from the figure, but almost kind of from all around you. I'm not surprised by this. I have, after all, watched you come. 
I do see that you've stolen my pet. I look forward to stealing them back. You're not surprised by, like, like what form he's in? Does he do this often? <laughs> Change forms, yes. I'm unimpressed by giant penguin, but... Don't listen to immunity. You're great. Don't name pets. They're expendable. Wait, wait, he's saying you don't name pets? That's literally like one of the first things you do when you get a pet is what do I name this thing that's now living in my house? Not when you're like a (laughs) demon, you don't. But as I have said, I have been watching for some time. Your friends on the other side are making quite the effort. That's impressive. And you can see again another flash, and there's another eyeball um, next to the one that I guess is talking to you. It splits open, uh, so like the eye opens wide and then breaks, and inside of it you can see a like snips of almost like a movie playing as this is what the watcher is seeing on the other side in the real world. You can see Lucy being attacked by a watcher that's tearing into it and Lucy beginning to take grievous wounds. You can see Jyla trying to shoot at a valve to close it and finally you can see- Vika. Oh gosh, Vika. Man, you can see Vika trying to shoot at a valve to close it. And then finally Malcolm closing this valve and a generator beginning to overpressurize. And finally, you see your friends all surrounded by watchers, uh, basically standing on top of a bomb that they can no longer escape. Well, well, things don't look good on the other side. Things don't look good here either. I mean, congratulations for killing a penguin or whatever. But anyway, you said you were here to kill me, right? Uh, One second, I have a quick thing I need to talk with Jyla about. Oh, don't let me interrupt you. Time is not on your side. Uh, Jyla, quick question. If we do get out of this alive, you're not going to kill Mal for making a bigger bomb than you, are you? No. Why Why would I do that? I mean, you just made your Magnus Opus and he did a cartwheel kickflip. D- there's a certain amount of finesse. We don't have to go into this right now. <laughs> I, I'd be I very just, supportive of all bomb making. I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want him to feel like you were being shown up. You're important to me. Now, we were talking about bomb making. Did you want to get in on that action? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you. Without the face. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I kind of did. I mean, you understand, right, that I'm not a factory, so blowing up the factory is a very temporary inconvenience for my goal of having eyes and So, by all means, kill yourselves blowing up just one more thing that lets me create more eyes. Well, if it's so unimportant, why are are all your forces there? Shouldn't they be tangoing with us? As the lightning flashes, you see again, like, thousands of tendrils reaching out into the, like, far-off galaxy. And a lot of them are nearby, but certainly not all. Oh, they're not all here. Just some. Think just enough to handle all of you. Isn't it cute how 
these agents of chaos think they can take on us and the full power of harmony every time. And I attack him. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess, what do you do? I want to form as many swords as I can at the tendrils and try to hack off as many eyes as I can. Ooh, I like that. That's creative. Cool. Uh, roll me some weird. That's looking good. That's looking very good. That's a 12. Daggum. Um, you start, uh, severing eyes as quickly as you can from, like, you know, the swords everywhere. And this is where you get to make a choice of, like, damage or avoid damage or do something else. Like, you, you basically get, you're going to do damage, now do you want to do something on top of that? I think I want to do extra damage. I don't think I can make a case for this as, like, avoiding damage. I think this is kind of like an opening salvo where it's like, watch me. Uh, okay. Give me one second. Sorry, I'm going to roll up the, the penguin as well. Wow, uh, so Penguin does real good. <laughs> right, he does. So you conjure up swords and begin hacking eyeballs uh, that are becoming visible with like flashes and cracks of what have, what is becoming more and more like a storm forming above you as this fight begins. The watcher, you know, like the main watcher, you can see that this enrages him more than a direct attack on his own form because these like connections and visions that they have are what they hold most dear. You can feel rage emanating from them as eyes are severed and almost just in body language, you know, like the malice that's about to come crashing towards you. And then Unity just releases an ear-splitting, cawing sound, leaps forward onto his tummy, and just slams forward into the watcher, <laughs> razor beak tearing into stony flesh. Uh, Alright. Chilo, what do you do? <laughs> oh, it feels just like um, Avengers 1, where it's like, yelling at the Hulk, like, and then just getting slam-a-jammed. Uh. Um, I... I'm going to I'm going to summon cognitive realm Ellie, my uh, power armor arm. That's cool. From way back when, and um, she's going to try to like punch it. They're like close to us, but like going back. Yeah, the eyes away from us. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she's going to try to like punch one with the intent of like pool, like billiard balling, like a line of them. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, okay. So this is I what I want you to eight. do. Well, no, hang on. Roll okay. plus weird, and then roll plus tough if the roll plus weird roll is good enough. Okay, I got an eight for the roll plus weird. Great. You've managed to summon an arm that now you can roll plus tough to use. Okay. Because I don't hate you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, that's a ten. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, is this another instance of uh, extra damage or trying to avoid damage or trying to do something else? That uh, extra damage. Okay, so I'm basically going with all of you chose to do extra damage, right? So eyes begin being severed. Others are bouncing around like billiard balls tethered to strings. And meanwhile, the Watcher themselves was just rocked by a giant penguin. <laughs> <laughs> The penguin cause, I'm not impressed by your form. <laughs> the watcher um, 
doesn't hardly move, almost stands like a stone statue. But there's one more crash of thunder and lightning as the storm above you swirls into like a proper gale. It begins to rain and you can see eyes from all over rocketing towards you as you would not know this, but in the real world, watchers fall limp and lack as their tendril to this watcher fall away as all the eyes begin to retreat back towards its master to try to protect it. And all at once, there are eyes, um, there are these giant eyes crashing into you. The penguin is thrown back against the parapet with a painful squawk. You can see scratches and tears along its its feathered body. Um, Jyla is similarly thrown backwards and Sully is wrapped in a tendril and begins to feel choked. What do all of you do? Harder, daddy. Um, Zach wins. Congratulations. <laughs> the watcher blushes and becomes your waifu. Congratulations. <laughs> I figured out how to cheese the boss, everybody. <laughs> I, w- I wish I would have waited two more seconds because he would have spit out his drink. I thought he was going to. Um, I know what I want to do if you're thinking, Caitlin. Yeah, go for it. Can I turn all of the swords into syringes and then pluck them into, like, the, like, central ball that is the hive mind? No, because that's gross. What? No, I don't like needles. What's the matter with you? Trigger warning, needles. Zach is disgusting and I hate it. <laughs> I hate what you just said. And yeah, you can do it. <laughs> roll, roll, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> my goal is to, like, like, I'm injecting him with harmony. I get it, yeah. I like it. Ooh, actually, okay. Roll plus weird. Now, you said something different there that I like. Go ahead. Roll plus weird. All right. I'm going to use the camaraderie and make it a 10. Seems like the time. So, with a 10, you think to yourself, like, okay, similarly to how I rescued a penguin or saved Salvador or saved Lucy, I can try to, like, start infusing the Watcher with harmony. But that doesn't exactly happen the way you think. There is this one actual personification in the cognitive realm that is the Watcher, and you don't feel any harmony flowing into that. This is like a creature of pure malice, not able to be saved. It wasn't something tainted by chaos, it was something fully made by chaos. But, the Watchers, as they are called in the real world, are not that way. What you feel is not necessarily uncomfortable, but is a new sensation, which is having multiple eyes on multiple ships. You start to become aware of like four or five like new bodies on board ships. As you look around with these new eyes, you can kind of clearly see and perceive almost like you were there yourself, but it doesn't like rattle your brain too much the inside of ships that are on, that are like almost, well, they would be familiar to you, right? Because they're interstellar council ships. Mm-hmm. So you can see people running around and maybe walking up to you confusedly as these robots collapsed moments ago and now are beginning to glow gold. It's not all of them, but it's some of them. Uh, what is everyone else doing? I guess by everyone else, I mean Jyla. The penguin's just going to get up and attack again. Right. The penguin's basically got one thing that it does. It, does it Does it look like Sully's in trouble because he's, like, wrapped up in something? Or is yeah, that... Yeah, so that's only going to get worse, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think she's going to summon the particle magnetism weapon that she had and, like, think of all her training with Sully 
and try to slash at that, the okay. things that are holding him. Gotcha. We can call that another tough roll for right now, since you did that weird roll to make constructs of weapons. Okay. That is a nine. Um, okay, so you hack at this tendril, and it begins to come loose, but you do not impose yourself as the main threat to, to this Watcher standing here. The Watcher is not thrilled by the notion of Sully taking away perspectives from them. They do not like this. You can hear, like, a brittle snapping, popping sound as the Watcher paces towards you, as if marble is cracking with every step. And then, Sully, you feel a hard, cold hand wrap around your throat and begin to constrict. You, like, feel breath that you know you don't need to take, but that's difficult to convince yourself of at the moment. Catch in your throat as your windpipe closes, and you just hear a voice say, Give them back. One question. Did you see that coming? And I stab him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yes. That'll be an 11. Uh, okay. You know, I should really be, like, doing damage to you, by the way, Sully. So sorry, I forgot to do, like, a bunch of damage to you. No, that's fine. Anyways, you took took a couple hits here, so I'm just gonna wrap those up. And so did Jack. You know, I get in the moment of, like, just playing the game, and I forget to, like, keep track of anything, because it's, you know... It's a lot going on. It's outlaws, and that doesn't matter so much as, like, what's actually going on in the scene. (laughs) But there does have to be, like, a defined endpoint, not just randomly when I feel like the combat can't just be over. I mean, it could. It's called narrative. Yeah, but it kind of defeats the purpose of the game, part of the game. So you said you want to try to stab him. What'd you roll? An 11. I don't try to stab him. I do stab him. Gosh, this penguin is rolling like a champion. I'm not even adding anything. Unity is the best. You swing forward and stab, and right as you feel your sword sink into, like, basically you feel like chipping away and then splitting stone, like it's a popping feeling right, you see a beak poke through the other way (laughs) through this thing as Unity has crashed into him from the back, because Unity is a one-trick pony. And that one trick is murder. <laughs> and you named immunity, but whatever. If everything's dead, it's all technically united. <laughs> united death. The stone begins to crack, and you can see, um, like, fissures forming, like, away from where your blade sunk in. The tendril, well, so no, the hand around your neck doesn't really loosen. Um, it's kind of like, at this point now, a commitment, and it also seems like this Watcher does not particularly enjoy moving. Um, but you can, Th- yes. This is just a quick reminder that I, I had forgotten that Cody pronounces fissures weird. Remember this not- came up in a previous thing. This came up in Crystal Heart, I think. Oh, did it? Oh my gosh, yeah. it did. <laughs> you, and then you said it was like, wait, this is familiar. I totally forgot Did you say fissures, like the city? I do, yeah. Um... <laughs> Sorry. So anyways, the splits appear in this thing. Cracks and breaks that lead to deep places, and uh, black light begins pouring out as well as some, like, slime begins to ooze from the Watcher. But its grip does not loosen. Can I... Can I try to, like, stanch that flow of goo? 
I guess. It's like his blood. Oh, okay. It's not like infecting things. Okay. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Sorry. This seems like indication of damage on your enemy and maybe not someone that you should be trying to like do CPR on right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I was misunderstanding like what it was doing. Yeah. I just like the idea of you like bandaging up the watcher and then hitting it with a club. <laughs> <laughs> Anesthetic. What? <laughs> kill you raise you up so i can kill you again um yeah i think i'm gonna slash at the the things holding sully still cool uh well at this point now that's just a stone arm okay. i mean she can cut that's, off a stone arm yeah you can try to cut off a stone. i got a six are we using so tough I don't that yeah. is really bad it is really bad as you swing down towards this stone arm your blade hits and then snaps the um, particle magnetism, like, poofing into dust as you are left with nothing but a hilt in your hand, and you are left weaponless. Sully, what do you do? Uh, should I try to free myself or convert more eyeballs or stab the guy again? So many decisions. There's a few. Oh, you also took more damage from being choked, by the way. <laughs> if I keep the choke counter going. I think you should get unchoked. Yeah, I think I'll get unchoked. I just gotta figure out how I want to do it. All right, so I think I'm just gonna like try to like basically form like 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 the idea of like a laser wall. You know, they basically just like shear off his arm. Yeah, I've seen Resident Evil. I'm into it. It was not looking good. Mm, that's a seven. I'll take it. So you feel the hand contract one more time on your throat, and you can almost taste blood. As you can feel damage being done to you, you seem actually hurt now. Like, this wasn't like, oh, I'm unable to breathe. It's like, oh, this did something to me. Like, it, something broke. But you're able to raise this wall of energy enough to sever the arm. When the arm is cut cleanly off, what pours out is, again, just chaos that begins trying to manifest into something. So, similarly to what you've seen before, when you're fighting with chaos-infected creatures, like, they will take the shapes of, like, sea monsters or dragons or snakes or something. You can see this, like, tendril pouring out of this very precisely made stone thing, and instead of being, like, this clean container, it is rather chaos spilling out and trying to rapidly form into something that can be used as a weapon against you. Meanwhile, the penguin is still, like, pecking away as hard as it can, and we're going to see how that goes for it. Oh, man, not terrible. Okay, so the penguin begins to try to open its mouth to widen this hole that it left in the watcher, but the watcher turns and with its now newly formed, like, kind of tendril arm, wraps it around the penguin and throws Unity back against the parapet. And again, you hear a, like, dis disconcerting crunching noise as you're not sure whether it's penguin bone or stone that is cracking. But again, damage is being done as Unity again hobbles and waddles up to its feet, staring with furious eyes on at the Watcher. Uh, so, Jyla is gonna like look at the hilt in her hand and just kind of like pocket it which essentially is like poofing it out of existence because the cognitive realm and she's like well back to an oldie but a goodie and she's going to conjure up the power armor arm 
And I think in thinking about, like, when's a time when she felt valiant, victorious, whatever, is she's going to, like, conjure up that arm with a hay fork in it and just, like, stab the the tendril, like, try to, like, fork the tendril arm <laughs> so that it's can I Can I try to help her? Can I do a support roll? I have a I have a way to do the support role. Yes, you can. What is the way to do the support role? Um, I want to be doing the thing I did earlier where I counteract chaos trying to form. Like, earlier when the Watcher was forming mm. things, I want to basically just, like, nullify yeah. it so it's just, like, instead of, like, chaos coming out and forming tools, it's just, like, kind of, like, sludging goop, like, can't do anything with it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You got a nine. I got a nine as well. So you get plus one. So you got a ten, Thanks, boyfriend. That's that's good, actually. There was kind of a way for this to go sideways, and it didn't. <laughs> you guys rolled really well this co- Okay, so I just want to take a step back here real quick so you guys understand. Sometimes I feel like um, there's, like, in these combats, it's like, well, there's basically no way to win. You just roll the dice until you win. Like, there was a way for all of you, including Unity, to lose, and freaking no one rolled a fail, like, basically the entire time. So that didn't happen, and I just want you to know, if you were done poorly, there was stuff that was going to happen that didn't. So good job. Um, Yay! I feel like it's a fitting time for us to be doing good, because we had, like, the last arc where we, like, lost to the dragon, like, three times. Yeah, that's true. And now we're doing, like, no, we're done messing around, and, like, we're done messing around, and then we just beat the (laughs) crap out of the watch. We're like, I've been waiting. Oh, please stop hitting my face! All right, so, Jyla, you wind up with... Oh, wait, roll plus tough. Did you roll plus weird or plus tough? Did you just roll plus tough? Yeah, plus tough. Okay, that's fine. So, you wind up with this hay fork and swing it down again into the Watcher, this time hitting its um, smooth stone face that you see shatter and crack and fall apart. The immediate effect is kind of like a balloon that pops, in slow motion. So the stone shatters away, leaving behind like this trying to still form chaotic thing, right? It holds the shape of a person for a moment, but then you can see it already beginning to melt away as this thing that contained it was shattered and broken away. The um, eyes that had been flashing into existence and attacking you and being held off by both swords and needles from Sully, you can see them, like, flickering as they don't necessarily disappear, but the tendrils are, like, breaking and snapping away as this main thing that they were all returning to is beginning to dissolve in front of you. It does not completely disintegrate entirely. Instead, it kind of shrinks back into a, like, barely formed, almost slug-like human as it begins to crawl away from you, making its way towards the edge of the the edge of the tower. Is there anything you want to do? Want to mm. squish it? <laughs> yeah, if Jala's taking care of that, I want to go to the hive what was the, like, the, the eye hive mind, like the center for the tendrils. Oh, that's what this, the, the center for the tendrils is gone. Like, that was this little slug. Okay, well, what happened to the eyes that I had? Oh, you still have those. Yeah, yeah, you can just see onto, like, four or five ships. We'll say five. You can see onto five ships and could literally basically walk and talk as a robot on those ships. Which I guess 
that's maybe something for us to explore next time, but you literally have robots on those ships. Yeah, I didn't know if there was a way I could get more. Um, you could try, but there's, like, the connections to those watchers are quickly falling away, so you would need to kind of, like, act quickly. That's what I'm gonna- I'm gonna jump on that if- if Jyla's following the slug to, like, get rid of him. Alright, so Jyla roll plus tough, Sully roll plus weird. I got an 11. Uh, alright. Got a 4. <laughs> no! What about the penguin? Unity wants blood. Oh, how do I want to play this one? Nicely? <laughs> I thought you had it, Jyla. I know. I knew our luck was about to run out. What do you mean, our luck? I rolled an 11. Does it just, like, slither off the edge before I can get to it? And I don't know what happens? No. So, this creature, you start trying to stomp at it. And every time your foot lands, it just kind of squishes into this, and it compresses all the way down to the stone of this tower. But then your foot, it just slides out from under your foot until it throws itself off of the tower and down into the void beyond. That is the last you see of the Watcher. Uh, meanwhile, Sully, you begin throwing your syringes up into the like nearest eyes to try to make connections to them. This is mostly successful as you gain two more watchers that you can now see, like, so two more perspectives onto two more ships somewhere in the galaxy that you now have perspective and control over a giant robot on. Meanwhile, in the blink of an eye, Malcolm and Vika, the watchers in front of you go rigid very quickly after they surround you. You don't see them immediately fall. They just kind of like stand there shaking for a moment. And then all of a sudden, all the chaotic flesh that had grown into them evaporates and they fall into useless pieces right in front of your faces. But more pressingly, you hear a popping sound and then there is a lot of heat coming from behind you as you can hear metal beginning to rip and tear apart. And the sounds of, like, collapsing structures from inside of this oven that you have just wrecked. And you guys need to get out. So y'all need to act under pressure. Thirteen. Seven. Ooh. Okay. Ivana's men take off running. There's only two of them left. They know things aren't going well. They know they need to get to, like, the entry turret bay that they entered this place in. They remember that is. So they're just sprinting across. They're just sprinting across entryways as fast as they can. Meanwhile, Malcolm, this is like, you know, you're nimbly running just as you were when you were able to, you know, get your way, get, get to that valve, right? It's like, okay, I can cartwheel my way out of here. No problem. You're keeping up with Ivana's men. Great. Vika, you're kind of coming up the rear, and it's like, okay, you're doing fine, like, whatever, it's okay, like, you think you'll be able to make it out, and then you turn around and realize that Lucy is not keeping up at all. Like, a very heavy suit of damaged power armor is trying to scurry its way across collapsing catwalks. I go back to get Lucy. Do I notice this? Okay, uh, yeah, so, Mal, you'd be aware of this, yeah. Yeah, I'm going back to get help get Lucy as well. Okay, so basically this is going to be an assisted roll. 
So you guys are trying to, like, build camaraderie with Lucy, so how do you help Lucy escape? One of you should just yell orders at him like he's back in the imposition. What part of him is struggling? Is he struggling because... His, his power armor's damaged, so it's like, usually it would respond, like, effortlessly to his motions, but instead it's, like, weighing him down now, so it's not, it's not, like, seamlessly integrated with it anymore just because of how badly damaged it was. Like, it's power is not being delivered correctly to, like, leg actuators, um, and, like, maybe interfacing that's there is broken now as well. Okay, I have an idea. Okay. I'm going to take the power cell out of my weapon, effectively making it where it can't shoot anymore. It would only be a melee weapon at this point. Okay. I'm basically, I'm basically voluntarily putting the jammed status on it. Yeah, I like that. And I'm gonna, I'm not, I don't, want, I want to use that battery pack to help augment his power suit to try to help him get the power where he needs it. Okay, and. Jyla, what, uh, not Jyla, sorry, Vika, what were you thinking? Well, my original thought was, um, if it was, like, him struggling, like, he was having, like, struggling to, like, breathe and, like, move, I was gonna take off the helmet that I have and use that as kind of, like, like, oxygen to help him move. Uh, I don't know if that's relevant, though, because... And if it's not, then uh, I'm just getting behind him and, like, pushing him. Okay. Uh, roll me your... Uh, so, Vika, I almost think that's, like, tough, right? Because you're just trying to, like, brute strength Lucy forward. And Malcolm, I think that is sharp or smart. That's a seven. Eleven. Uh, okay. So that gives Lucy, basically... It gives. You guys, two camaraderie you're carrying forward, and Lucy can then spend two camaraderie to try to get out of here. So full disclosure here, this is like whatever happens, happens. It's down to a dice roll, just so you guys know. Uh, so we're about to find out. Oh, okay. So, I don't like that look on, on his face. No. <laughs> Vika, you kind of panic in this instance, and you're just like, all right, Lucy, gotta go. Lucy at this point is just like, both of you need to leave now. Just go, it's fine. Literally, what I have designed for was to be on your ship and be blown up. We're all about to explode. Go! Lucy, we're not leaving you behind. Yes, I understand you are saying that, but instead be leaving. And you can see, like, Lucy is desperately trying to grab at Vika and throw her forward off of his back. And is also trying to slap at Malcolm to keep him from, like, ripping the power cell out of his gun and sticking it into his suit. But fortunately, his power armor was actually damaged enough that he wasn't able to bat both of you off because it had basically fully seized up. So when you slammed the power cell in, it basically just kicked on his rocket boots and launched all of you forward. So you all just kind of get chucked across the, um catwalk back towards, like, the place that you had just, like, scurried down, you know, like that port that had popped up with a turret, and you just crash haphazardly into that as, from behind you, the, um, power source and material generation of this place just explodes, throwing metal and shrapnel everywhere. Where you landed, you're, like, on the far end of the factory, and you're getting, like, hit with small shards of metal, as the three of you are laying there in a heap watching Ivana's men kind of like dodging a little bit more debris as they manage to run their way towards you. 
and Lucy's just laying there panting. I did not know I had rocket boots. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for this show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and in the public domain. If you like this show, you can check out more of our actual play podcasts at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or on Podbean. You can also interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Play videos under our YouTube channel, the Wandering Gamer Network, and on Twitch, we can be found at wandering underscore gamers. Now remember, it's not the outlaws that make trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaws. Outlaws.